0: Greetings and welcome to One Spirical Love, Spirituality in a Modern World. I am Reverend Dr. Juanita Lewis, DDIV, PhD, certified Reiki practitioner, certified master life coach, cancer survivor, and many, many more. 25 years of college and 22 certificates and degrees. Specifically, I had a plan and I already knew why I'm here, what is the point and the purpose of my life on earth, and all that yada yada good stuff. Well, I'm 60 and I already knew from the day I was born. I was born of five. This is the vibrational vibration of rhythmic rhythms. Break down all numbers in numerology, world numerology, and you will get a single digit. Except for the 11, 22, and 33. Those are prime numbers and those are spiritual prime numbers. Now, when you learn your number, you know your vibrational vibration of rhythmic rhythms. You in turn have to learn how to decipher the codes. Once you decipher the codes, you are then transcending the transparencies of cosmic consciousness. Which takes many, many years to learn how to decipher the codes. And the spirit realm is constantly bringing me information. Constantly. For pretty much a lot of my life. Not all of it. A lot of it was... What is the point and the purpose of this information coming to me? Constantly. Dude, you can get so bombarded. It's like... (laughs) You're putting two to two together, it's like, boom, where does this stuff come from? Because it's not a learned behavioral pattern, which is life path, which is secular education, government education. What everybody else says, does, and thinks, this is called fate. You're receiving this information through knowledge from the spirit realm of thousands of years ago and thousands of years into the future so as the information comes you're like okay sure why not it sounds good so you just document it and then years later something will come up and you'll get the symbologies and metaphors which are the coded messages from the spirit realm and you have to decipher those codes just like you walk in a pyramid or a cave and you look at the pictures in chicken scratch chicken scratch is the language of that culture and there's like 22 or 28 cultures around the world that have existed throughout human beings in mythology for years past and for years to come it is all there it is all learning how to be an Egyptologist in one day so to speak but this is your life so you have to learn how to decipher the codes through the particles that are part of the whole now as I'm putting together The time is getting closer and nearer. After all the years of uh, experiences and research theories and concepts. So much college. I'm a doctor in trilogy. I have two doctor degrees and one more to go. And that's a toss up between parapsychology or behavioral science. Now, when I get that, that will be my dual PhD, which is two. And it'll be doctor and trilogy because it'll be three doctor degrees. So I'm working on that one right now. As a doctor, you typically do your residency and you're going to do it in a hospital. If you are a medical doctor. Now, let's just say you're a spiritual doctor. You're a mental doctor, you're a physical doctor, and you're an emotional doctor. There are four different types because you have four different levels of your being that you're going to need a specialist in four different types of doctors. That's how it works. Now, in order to do this, you must do your research. As an educated consumer... Which doctor is the best for my issue that's going on at the time? Okay, so while you're in residency as a doctor, your environment can either be in a hospital, it can be in landscaping like me, because when you put it, it's the biological chemical compound makeup of plants, And the human being in the environment, instead of a closed-off environment in a laboratory, you know, it's usually what they do with petri dishes and double-blind studies and all that good jazz and science. You have to make sure that the being is in their own environment in order to flourish into the research that you're creating in theories and concepts. And who is that being? That's me. I'm my own guinea pig. And then you watch through human behavioral patterns, and I've been studied them for 35 years. How is it that certain particles, which is food, nutrition, because you've got nutrition you put in your mind, nutrition you put in your emotion, nutrition you put in your spirit, and nutrition you put mind, body, emotion, spirit. That's the four quadrants in nutrition. Now, as you watch, you are the observer and the observee at the same time. The observer is like an anthropologist. You're sitting in some culture. You're documenting your findings. You don't have an opinion one way or the other. You're just simply documenting your findings. Then you create your concepts and theories or theories and concepts. You're creating your research. And boom, you then smack your paper in front of a what do you call it? A bunch of group of people. high. How you doing? Or no. Not going to fly. Go back to the drawing board. Sort of thing. Right? Committee. You know. Group of people. Everybody has their lingo. And the lingo is called committee. Humans love to label things. This is the way they can rationalize what has become existing in their life. Now. When you finish your residency as a doctor, no matter which level of doctor you're on in the four quadrants of nutrition, you will then either go into work in a hospital, you will then either go into private practice. So you're either going to work in the public sector or the private sector. There's only two sectors that you're going to work in. And if you're working for yourself... That is the private sector. There are only two sectors to work in as a human being. You have to learn how to catalog it and categorize it. Yeah, the two C's. Don't you just love labels? Now, while I'm in my residency, residency ends when retirement starts because then I'll be in my third career. My first career was 13 years in accounting. Second career is, so far, 30 years professional landscaping. It's all aspects of landscaping. And my third career will be a world traveling metaphysician. Basically, when I was 17, me being an air sign, because I'm a Gemini, and when you look at the placements of all of my zodiac signs, worldwide astrology you will find like native american is the deer people the mayan astrology i'm the lizard and then you got the australian and there i'm the sugar glider or the seahorse and then you got all these world astrologies in chinese i'm water rabbit so everything that i am in my being is all fast this is what i was born with these are my skills I have to learn how to hone in on my birth skills. It is my birthright. How to improve those skills. Now with this is why I'm in residency. I'm in residency worldwide. Now when I'm 17, I wanted to travel for a living simply because it is all fast. All movement. Movement is life force energy. And the whole point of teaching metaphysical healing art 101 workshop is I'm teaching humans about energy. In the level of, as they get farther up in 501, because in the beginning it's baby steps 101. In 501 it is (sighs) quantum mechanics and quantum physics of 5D, 5th Dimension. That is the 5th level of the workshop I will be teaching. For now, humans need to learn the baby steps of the 1st level, 101. Which I'm in the process of, it's amazing how many people ask for something. I think you want it, (laughs) you got it. And then it just blows their mind open. And I think, well, if you didn't want it, why did you ask for it? For Pete's sake. If you want it. That's why you asked for it. And then they look at me. Like they're deers with headlights coming. They're like blind. They totally can't comprehend. The coded messages I just gave them. Which is practical down to earth. Common sense. Life path. Fate. What everybody else says. Doesn't thinks. Really? Seriously? You want it? You got it. That's the way I always see life since the day I was born. If you don't want it, don't ask for it because you always get what you want but not how you want it because you didn't know what you wanted in the first place. Hi, hi, hi. Now, the plan is, is the way that when you know how the government works, you know exactly how much money you will receive on your Social Security payments. Even when you're at the age of 10, how to calculate that. So that when you retire, you know exactly how much money you will be receiving in the different avenues that you have created. I'm a certified financial planner and I've had 13 years of accounting. So I know how to do all this planning out so as to plan for my future when I retire. So my whole working life, I've been planning out for my retirement. That's what it's all about. I've seen too many people whine and moan, complain. Poor me, I'm only making this much, you know. It's like, dude, well, why didn't you plan? You had your whole life to plan. And you expect to retire and someone take care of you? (laughs) Oh, dude. I think you moved out of mom and dad's house years ago or your caretaker years ago. That means you're called an adult. Hello? Start planning, baby cakes, because this is real life. Wishful thinking utopia is not the real life. So when people get upset, well, it's not working out how I want it. I'm not getting what I want it. Well, you know what? That is called emotional immaturity. Hello, become emotionally mature. Start planning your life of where you will be in the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years from now. Which I'm my twenties. I knew I needed a place to live in my sixties. I bought over five acres of land. (laughs) Lucky me. Back in the eighties. For only three thousand dollars. I pay fifty bucks a month. On property tax. Sure. I'm paying that year after year. But what's fifty bucks? Come on. Really? That's chump change. Because as the years roll by, you're going to get, um, raises and all that good stuff you got cost of living whatever so the uh, the company gives you more money so there you go start planning and you can never start too soon dude years ago it was said you save with two thousand dollars per year now of course times have changed so you got inflation and whatnot Years ago, we're talking like the 80s, you save $2,000 a year. You calculate that from when you retire, maybe you're 65, maybe you're 72, whatever. You calculate that per year. By the time you retire from age 18 to age 65, you will have a million dollars. Because you have to know where to put your money. You are investing it in yourself. And that's a whole nother ball game. And that I will talk about in another class. Because you have to learn about the seven levels of investing. Now, as I'm writing out my syllabus, the class I will teach, Metaphysical Healing Art 101 Workshop. Workshops are non credit They're about an hour course and you take them like once, that's it. You get a certificate. But you don't get a degree because it's not for an associate's or a bachelor's, master's, PhD or any of that stuff. This is just for learning to help you become you, who you were meant to be. So it's self-teaching self and self-learning from self, pretty much. Now as I do all this stuff that I need to do to stay on my course, my path in residency so that when I retire everything will be fully in place. Planned it for twenty years, my third career, I would be a traveling metaphysician. Worldwide traveling metaphysician. That means I was either going to be a cruise ship cruise ship. Captain because I would travel by water or be an airline pilot because I'd travel by air or a truck driver because I would travel by land. You have to remember, I already knew it's about all the five elements. How was I going to travel? Those were only three that came to me when I'm 17 years old. I wanted to travel for my job. I wanted to travel for a living. How was I going to do this? Well, living in San Diego, there's a lot of cruise ships around, so my mind went straight for being a, a captain on a ship, right? Cruise ship, okay. Then, there was the airport, and it's like, I don't know, maybe number two in the world, the most busiest, the San Diego airport in San Diego, California. It's pretty high, uh, it's one of three of the most used airports in the world. So, of course, there's your cruise ship, and there's your planes, okay? And that's in downtown San Diego. The other one was a truck driver. And as years rolled by, I then became a groundskeeper for a school district in San Diego County. Which means I was driving a truck in the city. I only knew an automatic. But for that job, I had to learn stick shift for this truck. Oh my goodness. And there's a lot of hills. Oh my goodness. So you hear a lot of shifting gears. Five speed. Grinding. (laughs) So whoever's sitting in the passenger seat of the work truck. They ducked down because they don't want people to know that I'm grinding the gears. So I had to learn how to drive a stick shift. And after after I got rid of my Astro minivan, I then got a uh, five-speed stick shift, two-seater sports car. Remember, this is fast. Two-seater sports car. Rag top, soft top, because you're in California. Pop the hood down, you let your hair flow through the wind. So, two-seater Mazda Miata. Yeah, I was in pure heaven. Because I go from an astral minivan, when you got kids, kids grow up, trade that bad boy in for <laughs> Mazda Miata two-seater. Yeah, there we go. And your hair flowing in the wind and all this good jazz. So, it's all about fast and speed. The key is, is a Gemini, don't speed past yourself. <laughs> you, you have to keep up with yourself. That's the way it works. Now, after moving to the town they call a city where I live at now, living in the desert, our ragtop, soft top, just became disintegrated because the desert sun is called Death Valley for a reason. The desert sun will eat plastic and whatnot, and everything turns to crap in two years. Your car batteries, your your radiators, everything. So I ended up getting a job as a gang mower, which is 15 foot wingspan, 11 blades, four wheel drive, and hydraulics. So, I'm traveling with my truck. It's a 550 10-cylinder dump truck that pulls the trailer, 18,000 pounds, that carries the mower. Now, as I'm driving my rig around town, I'm a truck driver, but I'm driving in a circle because in the same town, because I go from different schools to mow the fields. I have 22 schools to mow. That's elementary, junior high, and high school. So, as I'm mowing, I am the number one gang mower in the history of the district, and the district's been around for over 50 years. So there are a very high amount of student heads in the district, and that's how each district in the nation... Goes by district number one, district number two, district number three. In each state, that's the way it is. That's just how they catalog it is by head count. So that's why it's important for the government that kids don't miss a day of school. Or they don't make any money. (laughs) Yeah, nothing like working for the government. You know about the ins and outs. Now. While I'm doing what I do in residency, which most people would call life, I am building my career for my third career. So life is my career. My career is my life because I'm creating my world, and that's how it works. Now, as I do all this typing and do all my research documentation, I scan all my papers for over the last 30, 35 years, uh, medical, military, work history, uh, photos, all my research of all the books I publish, music, everything else that I've done, my crafts, education, 25 years of college, I mean all my certificates, everything I scan them onto flash drives. So then when I need to look at the information, it's right there at my fingertips. It's like everybody runs to Google Well, I just run to my computer and it gives my whole biography and audio, video, documents, everything, my whole life. So as I'm doing this, I'm creating my residency. Now when I retire, I take all this information and that's how I'm going to be teaching Metaphysical Healing Art 101 workshop to Metaphysical Healing Art. 501 workshop and eventually if I ever get to the point I want to go more then I'll just start teaching a full course so that you can get a degree in metaphysical healing art and that's for another day and another time for now one step at a time they're all about baby steps and that's what metaphysics 101 is baby steps. I have to take time because you have to make life fun. This is the Gemini. If it's not fun, then there's no point in doing it. Variety is the spice of life. Variety is the spice of life. It's the same old, same old would then be redundantly boring. You got to keep it interesting, especially for Gemini. And especially for someone like me, it's an H-E-B heightened enlightened being and as I was born this way I perfect my skills that means I see energy I manifest energy I create energy so you learn how to conjure you manifest and then you create what you're doing is you recreate rebirth and reincarnate each and every day self that's how it works now, for fun, I just get out my little stuff. Maybe, you know, watch a little uh tarot reader on YouTube. Or my brain is automatically geared into what fun can I have with my food today. So I'm planning out, you know, what I'm going to eat for the week. So, when you're doing all this creating... Creating comes in different forms. The forms are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. They're all connected by energy through the four quadrants. They're different four quadrants. While I'm taking a break, today I just like, okay, I need to pull out a card. They're all. I get. I'm have my altar all set up. I have down two crystal pyramids that hold my crystals that relate to the seven chakras and the powerhouse crystal, which one crystal relates to all seven chakras in one crystal. Then you have the different tarot cards and the orc cards. Then you have the Runes, and then you have the Tibetan singing bowl, and then you, for feng shui, you must have pictures of family members that have passed, that's called in the room of family, family heritage. So, you have to have all five elements, excuse me, air, earth, fire, water, wood, in feng shui, all five elements in each room of your home, which there are nine rooms in the Bagu map buggy map whatever in feng shui so i have the pictures i have uh, all five elements i have a live plant Um, the what you call it the bells you know wind chimes you have the three-legged frog you have all crystal ball you just you got all the goodies all right now something which is usually in the spirit realm Like, wanting my attention. So then, uh, everything in the world, I swear, it's what my undivided attention. Like, dude, I'm busy. I'm doing my own deal. But it keeps agging on. Come, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Like a child. Okay, fine. So i go over, I pick up a card. I pull out three cards. I do everything in trilogy because this is 3D Third Dimension. So, Trilogy is three of everything. Now, as I shuffle, I just ask the spirit realm to let me know what is the energy that's being created for my career in the future. And so, then this is what it tells me. In the middle, I have two of cups. A youth and a maiden are pledging one another, and above their cup rises the catalyst. Of Hermes. Between the great wings of which there appears a lion's head. And it's upright. Love, passion, friendship, union, affinity, concord, sympathy. This is present. Because remember, you have trilogy. Past, present, future. This is present. Now for the past. I have Queen of Swords. In the Queen of Swords. We have, and queens, kings, pages, all that good stuff. It's not, as you think, human being, male and female. No, this is energy. Male energy and female energy. Everything on earth, in earth, and above earth is male and female energy. Now, for queen of swords, it is, it's not pretty, which usually the past usually isn't. Because it is wishful thinking utopia, not the real world. And that's a whole nother ball ballgame. I can explain psychologically why that memory is still there. And what its purpose is in your life now. So the Queen of Swords, her right hand rises the weapon vertically. And the hilt rests on an arm of her royal chair. The left hand is extended, the arm raised. Her countenance is severe, chastened, and suggests familiarity with sorrow. And it's upright: widowhood, female sadness, and embarrassment, absence, sterilize, mourning, privation, separation. So, in the present, it's good, it's love. In the past, it's sorrow that's bad. And that's okay. Now, for the future, we have six of swords. Six of swords. This is the future. A ferryman carrying passengers in his punt to the future shore. It's upright journey by water, route, way, envoy, commissary, commissionary, expedite. Basically, it's telling me that in the present, it's about love. In the past is sorrow, and I'm moving past that into love, which I am. I'm recreating, rebirthing, reincarnating self each and every day. So as I move into love in the future it says that I will travel by water. I will be commissioned. And commission, of course, I had to Google that because there's so many different words in the English language. What does this mean? So I will be paid for my services It could be a number of things. My services, uh, and metaphysics, of course. Would that be in, cause I am an ordained reverend of divine energy. So I could be giving my reverend, uh, I am a spiritual healer, spiritual counselor, spiritual, spiritual teacher. So I could be giving my spirituality as a reverend. And then I would get paid for this, or I could be selling my products, my books, my music, my art, or it could be a combo of both. My podcast, my website, you see what I mean? So I would be commissioned for selling, hopefully, products and service, which is what I have been building in my career for my third career when I finish residency. And it's all about the planet because I know exactly how much money I will have and be receiving when I retire because this has been all planned out. And when you're planning, you don't just plan one thing and you're going to finish this in a couple of days. No, you plan the career. You plan the things that are going to happen in your life while you're building the career. So let's just say that you wanted to build this career. You plan it out for three months. No. That's not how it works. We live in 3D third dimension. There are three different levels. That means you plan for three different things. Instead of three months, it becomes nine months. Do you understand? Instead of six months, it becomes a year and a half because life happens. You maybe have to get a lot of car repairs. Um, you get sick quite frequently because you're not in the best way of mind, body, emotion, spirit health wise. So things will happen in life. It's called life. That's what I say. Life is love and love is life. You plan out three of the same exact thing. If you want to accomplish this, this is what you do. Now in college, we get out of class and automatically you sit down for 15 minutes. You go over your notes, see what need you need to add to it, see what you need to change in it. All that for 15 minutes. Now, when you're making your goals, you do short-term, six months, then one year, then five years. You are doing planning. This way, things will happen in the direction they were meant to happen because you are in control of your power. You are directing the life force energy because you are a powerful being. You basically must learn and teach. You are learning self and you are teaching self. That's what it's all about. And as you do this, you become a more powerful being. You get out of life path and you go through transcending through the portals into soul path. So you're moving from 3D third dimension to 5D fifth dimension and back from 5D fifth dimension back to 3D third dimension. You learn in college the verbal, what the instructor is saying. You're only going to remember 10% in your memory. And your memory is a hologram. Your memory creates residuals, which creates vibrational vibration, which then goes into the ethers, which are spaces, which then lands into your mind, body, emotion, spirit. These memories are all there. You have to learn how to decipher the codes in order to access those. And that is the five levels of consciousness. You can only do it through baby steps. Each and every morning, the three quadrants. You stretch the physical body. At the same time, you are stretching the mind, emotion, and spirit. Simply through meditation music, you need the vibration of vibrational rhythmic rhythms. You're listening to meditation music. At the same time, you are stretching. And you can do a whole full body stretch in 5 minutes. Now as you're doing a meditation. There are certain levels of beats you're looking for. Now you can do like a 173. You're doing your megahertz and b- BPM. So you do a 173 when you get up to a 963. Which then is the highest level. Which is the eighth chakra. 7 chakra. 7th chakra into the 8th chakra. So you're doing the meditation music. And get rid of the verbals. That's garbage. You want the beats. And you do this through meditation music. At the same time, you're doing the stretching. You're meditating. You are now reciting your affirmation. You are then conquering the trilogy of self through the three avenues, which is affirmation, meditation, stretch, all three. I put it in my calendar and then it repeats day after day after day after day. It keeps you in a systematic direction for creating the powerful being that you are. That's how it works. This I do each and every day. So by doing a tarot card, by doing a crystal, a rune, whatever, I get much, much, much confirmation from the universe that this is the direction I was meant to go. Sometime in the early 90s, I think it was, I forget. Because I've had a lot of different aura pictures throughout life. And this one came up violet. And the aura is basically the emotional body of being at one moment in time. What you are going through emotionally, what level is it on? That level then tells you, this is basically what you need to work on. It's just like getting a how-to book, which is the Fundamental Mechanics. So, this is your how-to book. This is how to read your emotions. You're going to get good, bad, otherwise. You're going to get good, bad, heaven, hell, black, white, blah, blah, blah. The dualistic nature. So, your aura will tell you where you are at, at the emotional state of being, at that moment in time. Well, now, this one in particular came up violet. And violet is very rare simply because it is the eighth chakra. So, when you're in the eighth chakra, you have, A uh, years later, as I had gotten another org photo, the person took the picture said, whatever you're doing, keep it up because all your chakras are open you have 28 chakras which means 28 levels of aura and when she said that she gets this glimpse you can tell when it just blows people's minds she said whatever you're doing all your chakras are open have you thought about being a healer well i was born a healer that's just why i'm an h-e-b now a couple years ago i had cancer treatments in radiation and chemotherapy as i was going through radiation i could smell the cancer cells burning it smelled like rotten meat in the trash can for three days i tell the nurse she said people that are sensitive and children that have cancer can also smell this so all of my senses are wide open and this is a blessing Because these are God's gifts. That means I am seriously a seer. Past psychic realm. Because I live in 5D 5th dimension. And 3D 3rd dimension simultaneously. In one dimension. In one being. In all of galaxies. So I'm in all dimensions. In all galaxies. Simultaneously at one time. I know why I'm here, what is the purpose, my purpose is to be a healer. The question is, how? Now, you always get what you want, but not how you want it, unless you're specific in the details of what you want it. One is knowing what you want. Two is path travel. Three is end result. Everyone knows one and three, but they don't know two, the path of how to get there. Now, the path I've been planning out, like I said, I am in residency. And as I'm planning out, life is my career. Career is my life. So everything is wide open and I'm doing what I was meant to do while I was sit here. sit here, my point and purpose, I know what my purpose is because I was born that way. I'm born mother, father, energy, male, female energy. I'm a five. That's the vibration of balance of center. In Western numerology, I'm a four. In Kabbalah Sanskrit numerology, I was born a six, so I'm a four, five, six. Six is appropriate because my birthday is six, 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 three. And when you learn that numbers play a very powerful entity in your energy, That you are creating. Now the left side of the body is female. That is a six. Six is love. The right side of the body is male. Which is three. And three is trilogy. So you've got three and six. And your whole being is the void. The void which is nine. Which is. Three, six, nine is your being of your vibration that you were creating in your soul path from your last life. So as you go through this life, you are creating three, six, nine. And then you find out what your destiny numbers are in world numerology. You are then creating another level. It is all a mathematical calculation That you created before you came here. You have a soul contract. And the soul contract is with yourself. You create your karma of past, present, future. You create your karma of credits and debits. You create. Because you're creating through recreating, rebirthing, and reincarnating. God is the creator. You are a creator. Start creating your life. Your life is your career. Your career is your life. It will ensure a smoother sailing ride in the next life. Because you are getting glimpse of this now through the portals in other dimensions. And this is the kind of stuff that I teach. And in 101, you get a little more detail of what that entails. And as you go through all my courses, it will be more detail. Now, when this does happen, I will then post the dates and times and the college of where I'm teaching this at. And I will put this on my website. My website is... OneSphericalLove. That is one. The number one. S P I R I C A L L O V E. dot com. One spherical love is one spherical spirit. I am unispherical muse, unispherical. One spherical spirit, muse, is inspiration. So I'm inspiring you through. One Spherical Spirit. I am Unispherical Muse. And it's lovely when people follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. My YouTube channel is One Spherical Love. My podcast is on Spotify. I think now it's One Spherical Love Podcast. Or it could be... um, Trying to get all the names right. I have four businesses, so it should be by now Healing by JDL podcast. And then my website is onesprinklelove.com. And I'm in the process of filing for my NPO, which is a nonprofit organization, because One spiritual Love is actually a spiritual gathering place. It's online, it is my church. It has been since early 2000, something like that. Like I said, there's a lot in life to do when you're planning your life career and your career in life. There's a lot of planning. There's only so many hours in the day because it is the time sequence on the timeline. (laughs) You have to focus, see the tree in the forest, baby steps in order to know the four quadrants, in order to create self through, recreate, rebirth, and reincarnate. And life is love, love is life. Blessings from Reverend Dr. Winnie Lewis, DDIV, PhD, and thank you for your support.